we're back. We got Brooke Byrne back on the, the, the program. We're going to wrap things up here. Got a lot of good information from Luke. Um, Luke, by the way, a lot more optimistic than I was expecting him to be. I was really expecting him to, and to, to his defense, he's been mostly right with the cynical Husker takes as of late. So I was expecting him to be like, all right, four wins for Matt Rule's first year. They're going to lose to Minnesota. They're going to beat Colorado, and then it's, it's going to be a struggle to, to get through. But he was awfully optimistic. I, I was surprised by that. So if we got Luke on, on the bandwagon, I, I think we're, we're smooth sailing from there. But up next, uh, we'll kind of talk about the, the Husker season, week one getting underway, Minnesota, uh, the Golden Gophers, P.J. Fleck, all on the schedule today. So I figured we'd go through week by week and see exactly where we uh, where, where we kind of fall on the Huskers this year as far as, you know, on a week-by-week basis. Because I feel like it's easy to, to look at them and be like, oh, well, they, they feel like a seven-win team. They feel like a six-win team. But when you kind of go week-by-week week and see how the, the schedule plays out, where they, they get home games, where they have to go on the road to. I think that adds a to, a lot more context to it that, that I think will give us a little bit better of a of a experience here. So here we are. We'll get rid of the QR code here. She looks pretty faced. So week one, uh, first of all, Minnesota. So Tyler and I already gave our picks here, both here for Nebraska. Brooke Byrne, what do you think? Do they start off 1-0? As much as I would love to see us start off 1-0, and I would happy to be wrong about this, I'm going to go. We lose a close one. All right. Well, we just killed the vibes. That was – Sorry. That was a bummer. But do they at least uh, pick up a, a win in week two? The Golden Buffaloes hosting Nebraska here. Colorado. Okay, sorry. Something happened to your audio there for a second, but you're good now. Sorry. Yeah, I accidentally hit the Siri button. And so we're just recording everything. But the next week at Colorado, rivalry game, haven't beaten Colorado in like 4,000 days or something. Brooke, uh, I'll ask you first, tr- trying to squeeze some vibes out of you. Is this where Nebraska gets back on track? Absolutely. Uh, I'm not a big believer in year one for Deion Sanders. I think this is a game where Nebraska – should and will take care of business. Absolutely. I think so too. I think, and I think it's so exciting though, the way that the schedule fell. Cause I feel like the last time these two teams played, there's a lot of optimism on both ends, of course, with Mel Tucker and, and coach Mack in Colorado. And then of course the first couple of years under Scott Frost, and then everything fell apart for both of these programs very quickly afterwards. And now the buzz is back. We're back, baby. And of course, who do we see on the schedule week two yet again, Golden Buffaloes, but I, I think you're right. I think they're just Nebraska's just in a little bit better of a of a starting place than where Colorado is. I think next year we'll we'll be a little bit tighter, but I think Nebraska wins comfortably. I agree. Um, I don't think getting in all these new players is going to be tough um, for Colorado. I mean, they're going to probably be a good team in the near future, but I think this year they're going to have some hurdles. To get over, and I don't think they, they do that week two against Nebraska. By the way, you're going to see a lot of people on Twitter trashing them for only winning three or four games, but let's not forget that they were the worst team in football last year. They lost yeah. every game by 30-plus points, or at an average of 30 points per game. If they win three games, that's a remarkable step. So don't let Twitter fool you. I'm already mad about it. I'm sorry. Northern Illinois feels like uh, 
I feel like even when Nebraska was winning pretty regularly, they, they always kind of had a game where they stunk against a team that they shouldn't have. They're coming off a, a big win against Colorado. They're 2-0 and in, in me and Tyler's predictions. So, Tyler, we'll get started with you. Do, do they trip up against the, the, the Northern Illinois team? So the first two games of the season are kind of a toss-up to me. I'm very confident in what Nebraska's got going on. Um, I'm very excited to see how they're going to continue to build off of, you know, preseason success, if you will. But these two next two games, they should win no matter what. So whatever happens against Minnesota and Colorado, you win Northern Illinois and you win Louisiana Tech. So I'm taking Nebraska here just off of because you got to. Yeah, these are the games that you got to feast on one yep. way or the other, whether it's this year where we're trying to get back to a bowl game or even in the near future where you're just trying to use these games as two and ups. These have got to be wins here. And I forget the year, but I can't get the memory of the Tanner Lee game where he threw the pick six early in the game and Nebraska ends up losing to Northern Illinois. So they always have a frisky show. And I like their coach up there, but like Tyler said, these – these two teams, Northern Illinois and Louisiana Tech, are absolutely games you have to win. And after watching LA Tech um, this past Saturday, Nebraska should have no problems with them. And Northern Illinois has Rocky Lombardi, who played in that snow game for Michigan State, was their starter. That 9-6 slugfest, was it two years ago? I think. Might have. So, no. Yeah. Oh, no. Two years ago, it was East Lansing. It might have been three years ago. Three. Okay, yeah, it's been a while. Because I think Rocky Lombardi's on his, like, sixth or seventh year of college. But Nebraska's seen him a handful of times, so there's a lot of tape out there on him. So, I mean, should be two confident dubs for the Skirts. Hey, I'm, I'm, I'm right there with you. You know, I I, I don't I, – I wouldn't feel bad about Nebraska's outlook if they lose to Minnesota. I, the, the vibes would definitely be bad if they lost to Colorado, but these are the two games where if they lose, then it's like, God damn it. Are we doing the same thing? Is this, yeah. is this rinse cycle repeat? And uh, you know, of course, very early to hit the panic button by any means, but still just like, God damn it. But, uh, but now we, we start to, to really get into to some good teams here and Michigan's the, the first one, big noon kickoff game already announced. So we get, them in Memorial Stadium at 11 a.m. Fantastic stuff. I'm hyped for it. I, I'm just so excited that Nebraska, even though they just won four games last year and three wins the, the, the year before that, the, the network suits are, are still excited about putting Nebraska on their, their marquee time slot. But, Brooke, do they win? Do they have a chance? What's the path here? So right now, as it stands, we're like a 14-and-a-half-point dog. And I think – we're able to keep it close for a while, but at the end of the day, there's just there's too much experience there and there's too much skill with that running game. And McCarthy just seems to not turn the ball over. As much as I'd love to say we're going to be in this one at the end, I think Michigan probably – maybe we keep it inside the number, but I would say it's probably a double-digit win for Michigan. Tyler, any objection there? I, I agree. Um, there is a small path to win this game. 
I don't think Nebraska is going to be able to do that just because um, how well-established Michigan is already coming into this game. Not a lot has changed for them. A ton of things have changed for Nebraska. It's going to be an uphill battle all day. I think in the first half, we keep it close. Like We might be tied going into halftime, and then after that, I think. And nothing to do really with Nebraska. I think that Michigan is just able to execute more things better than Nebraska is at this point. So I'm going to go with Michigan here as well. Let's just be honest in where these two programs are at. Michigan right now is just a cut above us. And that's, you know, it'd be tough, a tough ask for a first-year coach to pull off a win like that. But I will say, if you guys are right in your prediction and Nebraska does win that Minnesota game, I think that Michigan game starts to get a lot more interesting. I think that if we win those first two games, a lot of Nebraska fans will count that as a season win already because we've already taken those steps to compete with the not definitely not top tier programs, but like higher echelon, I guess, if you will, depending on how the games go, if they're like fluky or whatever. But if we got there and handled business, we we beat them by a touchdown. We beat them by 10 points, three points. I think that a lot of Nebraska fans might count that as a win, depending on, uh, again, those first two games. You know what, what it kind of reminds me of is a few years ago when Ohio State came to Lincoln and college game day was here, and there, there was still a sense of optimism and excitement. Now, Nebraska, I think that they had picked up a few wins might have lost to Colorado. I think Colorado was their only loss or, or something along those lines where it was obviously a significant enough game for game day to be in Lincoln. And then I was so excited. I thought, you know, if there's going to be a time, yeah, it was 2019 because we just played them really tight the year before, even though that whole season went went to, went to shit eventually. But we played them pretty tight for a while. So then I thought, all right, well, this is it. We're going to compete with Ohio State and then just get fucking wiped off the floor. And so, I kind of feel like that's going to be the, the same kind of vibe here. Where it's it's going to be exciting going into it. Even at three and one would be electric. But I don't I don't know if they're ready to compete with the, the top tier quite yet. So I have a story about that real quick. I was actually at college game day for that game, and then I went to the game that night. So I stood at college game day for four hours, and let me tell you, like the buzz in Lincoln was crazy, and like everything you just said, Brandon, was awesome. And even when we got into the stadium and the tunnel walk happened, we're like, all right, like this is our moment. To, even if we don't win, just play them tough or what have you, just to look good. I think that's all the fan base wanted. And then it was 42-0 at halftime. And we, like that is the earliest I've ever left a Husker game. And it was just, it was like a varsity team versus a freshman team. And for me personally, I think that's when I fell off the Scott Frost to get this done yeah, I, I, because I was living in in Western or Eastern Iowa at the time, so I was like, I'm not missing this for the world. So that was the only game I've ever been in Lincoln for. We went to to, to a bar that night, and it was like you said, it was just so electric, so exciting. Like I, I was so excited. I was jumping up and down before the game. I had to pull my aunt Megan out of a fist fight. It was electric, in there. <laughs> but and then the game started, and it just sucked the the life out of me in a way that I've never felt before. I, I, I was watching it, and it. They weren't playing the same sport, no. and I just couldn't understand what, what I was seeing. I don't know if it'll be that bad 
Um, just because as as a football fan between the, the Huskers and the Broncos, I've been worn down emotionally uh, to the point where I, I I know how to set my expectations to, in a more um, more realistic manner. But I don't think we're there yet. Oddly enough, I think if we have – this feels weird. I feel like if we have Scott Frost, we might play him close. We, we don't win, but it seems like that was kind of his forte towards the end against Michigan was, well, we'll keep it close. I don't know if Matt Rule keeps it close, um, but – Tough stuff. Illinois on the road in Champaign. I think they play in Champaign, right? Yeah. 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 Um, I'm pretty high on, on Illinois so far this year. Um, I just did my Big Ten preview. I I, I like Double B Brett Blima up there. Uh, I like that they added Jim Leonard to their staff. I think that's a huge win. Um, and they've just been trending up. So on the road, I don't know how much of a home field advantage they have, but Tyler, can the Huskers get back on track against the Illini? I think that this is a close game again, um, but I do think that they lose this game. Um, at Illinois, it's going to be a hard game. Matt Rule isn't a bad coach, but Brett Bielema is very proven, and he's done wonderful things at Illinois already. I think Illinois takes this one. Unfortunately, and kind of like how, how Brooke had mentioned, you know, in the Michigan slate, they're, they're just in different places where I think Matt Rule's ceiling is definitely higher than, than than anybody at Illinois. But this is year one in the process. So, Brooke, do I you think, have what, what, what's the path here? I just think this is a, a tough game, like a tough draw for the Huskers, where it's a Friday night game you're at Illinois. Um, like you said, not a huge home field advantage, but I think they'll be juiced up for this one being on a Friday night. And I think this is a low scoring in the trenches game. I think Illinois probably comes out with the W here. I would not be surprised to see Nebraska win this one. I don't think it's, you know, going to get out of hand either way. But like you guys said, Illinois just a half a step ahead of us right now. You know, I'll give um, I'll give I'll give Nebraska this one. I, I don't think that th- this feels in in this my and kind kind of same thing goes for Illinois. There, there's just a, the sense of I I don't know if it's arrogance or just it it it's, Illinois shouldn't be on the, the same tier as Nebraska. Like when, when we came into the Big Ten, it felt like teams like Minnesota and Illinois the, 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 those were settled. Right, like you, you, you get upset by them every few years or so, but then you, you get back after it. But I, I do think that they have a good opportunity to, to snap some losing streaks against some some teams like this this year, like like Illinois, of course, winning the last three. So I think that Nebraska can get back on track. I, it's not going to be a pretty game. I don't think they blow, blow them out by any means, but it's a, it's a gritty game. And if they just take over, take care of the football, they're productive on offense and they get after it on defense. I think that that's, that'll be just fine for, for Nebraska here. Gotcha. Northwestern at home. Um, I'm, I'm going to be real honest. I don't have any good feelings about Northwestern in any way, shape or form. Revenge. I, um, yeah. Revenge. That's what this game's about. Outstanding stuff. Um, yeah. So I'm, I'm pretty confident that Nebraska can pick up the win here against Northwestern. Yeah, oddly enough, I think this is one of those games that they really get up for in a weird way because of how they kind of set the tone for Nebraska's season going forward last year. 
I think a lot of the players from last year are really going to get up to this game and really show Northwestern what Nebraska football really looks like. So I think this is going to be an easy win for Nebraska. And this is a pivotal point in the season for me, the Northwestern and Purdue game. If you really truly think Nebraska has a shot to make a bowl game, this is like the Northern Illinois, Louisiana Tech stretch where these two games have to be wins. And I think Nebraska wins both of them convincingly. Um, if Even if you go one and one in this stretch, it, it would be time to press the panic button for the season as far as making a bowl game. Like these are just two games in the Big Ten Conference with where Northwestern and Purdue are at. We have to win. I think so too, especially with the new regime and and Purdue with Jeff Brom leaving to Louisville. I think that's a huge feasting opportunity, and again another opportunity where where you break a dumb losing streak, back to back losses against Purdue. It just feels so dumb. I hate it. It's dumb. Why are you losing to Purdue at all? Um, I, I do think that they bounce back pretty hard here. Now, they, they are coming out off the bye going into that Northwestern game as well. So whatever issues they have, whether it be in Michigan or uh, that game in Champaign, I feel like this is where you really start to see what the, what this potential can do. So, I, yeah, I think this is a great stretch for Nebraska. Two and two. I am going to I am gonna circle back here. I, I don't think Nebraska is this good. I I, I'll, I'll give them that. I'll, I'll I give them that. Like, I'm like, this is crazy. I mean, I think – I'll tell you what, I think they beat either Minnesota or Illinois. I, I don't know if they get both of those. I don't think they lose both of those. Um, but, yeah, I what is that, like set six and one going yeah, yeah, into November? I'm like, that feels, that feels a bit crazy. So, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll circle back on that one. Yeah, and I agree with both of you guys. I think we win Purdue. It's kind of like in one of those other must-win games. Um, it's going to be – the way that they play each other, though, is kind of – oh, man, it's always a fist fight, and you love to see that with Big Ten football. But I do think that Nebraska squeaks one out here. It's Purdue. And now this next game is interesting because I think Nebraska is going to be a better team, but I also give East Lansing its due as, a, as just a tough place to go in and win a football game. Um I don't think Michigan State's going to have a huge step up. They lose their quarterback and leading wide receiver after spring. Um, so, obviously, not great vibes for, for Michigan State here. Brooke, is this year where we finally get to get one off of Michigan State? Yeah, this is uh, – I'm not very high on Michigan State at all after Thorne and Coleman leaving like that in the way that they did. Uh, I think the cupboard's pretty bare up there in East Lansing. I will say probably just because Michigan State is going to have to get up for a couple of these conference games and play some teams tough. They might play us tough for a half or maybe three quarters, but I think this is absolutely a game Nebraska wins. No sweat. So I think that'd be pretty great, especially as an avid Mel Tucker hater. I'd be, I'd be very stoked with this. Tyler, is that where, where you're leaning, or, or do they get tripped up in, in East Lansing? So my gut is telling me to go with Michigan State. I know that they're not going to be a good team. Um, they're just something about playing at Michigan State. There's, I'm going to go with Michigan State here. Unfortunately, I don't know if I truly believe that, but my gut's telling me to go Michigan State here. 
Um, and I don't think it's going to be that close, unfortunately. Like, it's just going to be one of those games that, you know, Nebraska has, Nebraska has them every year. They just go in flat, and I think they lose this game, unfortunately. You know, and I feel like this stretch here is another one where I, I think they pick up a win against either Michigan State or Maryland. I don't know which one. Um, I don't think that they lose both of those games. I hope they don't lose both of those games. I do think both of those games are are pretty winnable. So I'll I'll give this one to, to Michigan State just because I feel better about Nebraska beating Maryland at home than beating Michigan State on the road. And I, I think having them win both of those games is pretty tough. Even against a team like Michigan State, where, like I said, I don't think they're necessarily a better team than Nebraska. No, but I, I think this is just where – this is the, the beauty in college football. It's so hard to win on the road against these these good teams and these electric environments. So, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll take Sparty here. But, uh, Brooke, it, does Nebraska keep this three-game win, winning streak going against Maryland, or how do you feel about the Terrapins? I'm really torn on this one because I would love to pick Nebraska. It's a good spot for them. And it would not surprise me in the least bit if we did win this game. But with Tagovailoa, Coming back for, what, his fifth, sixth year now, Maryland is going to surprise some people. I think they're an 8-4, 9-3 team this year. Uh, and it just feels like they may just have the roster talent against us right now to handle us in that, Lincoln. That, that feels fair. I I don't have too, too much of an objection. They don't bring back a whole lot of starters from, from last year, so they probably do take a step back. But this could be a this could absolutely be a game where, where they snatch up and, and beat Nebraska. Tyler, do they bounce back from from Sparty? I think so. So my comments about them coming out flat against Michigan State, um, I think Matt Rule is that guy that nips that into bud really quick and Nebraska comes out firing on all cylinders. They're gonna look great. And I think that they take this one against Maryland. I want to say it's going to be easy. I know it's not going to be because, as Brooks said, I do think that they're going to be a, a good Big Ten team this year. But I do think that they bounce back in a big way against Maryland and take one from them. And then head to the road, Camp Randall, the next week in Wisconsin. Birthday Tyler, game. Birthday game. Let's fucking go. Um, <laughs> they uh, – okay. And then, okay, I got you. Um, birthday game, Camp Randall, Tyler, I'll start with you. Can they, can they beat Luke Fickle and the Badgers here? As much as I would like to believe that they're going to get up and play big for my birthday, um, they probably don't know I exist. So I'm going to go ahead and take Wisconsin, unfortunately. Yeah. Is there a path here for Nebraska? I would think a lot of stuff would have to go right. We'd have to be pretty healthy. And Wisconsin would have to be banged up, in my mind, to go up to Madison for us to beat them. And I just, I don't see a way in year one, we get that W unless circumstances change, but I really like the team they have up there at Wisconsin. I think they handle the Scurs. Yeah. Don't forget that the Wisconsin running backs are fucking boogeymen. They're always out there slashing up Nebraska defense. Like it's easy for them. So. I don't like to think about that, but you're absolutely right. You know, if nothing else, it feels like they at least have our number, especially in just these ridiculous start starts for the running backs. 
Um, I'll sell us on, on Nebraska here. I'll go to Nebraska mostly because I noticed that Tyler and I's schedule to this point is identical. And I, <laughs> I, I don't think that's very fun at all. So I'll, I'll take Nebraska to pick the upset here. And my big kind of met the, if this is going to happen, I think it's going to be because Wisconsin's very much in the big 10 title race. And they're, they're kind of thinking that they're a little bit ahead of schedule. They're playing with house money here. They play Minnesota at home next week for possibly an opportunity to win the division and go to the Big Ten title game. So it, it's not out of the realm of possibility in the brightest timeline for Nebraska to kind of catch them off guard and surprise them. And with three losses, they're probably not in the, the race. So they're really just trying to play the best football that they can. So I, you know, for, for that reason, I, I think they, they jump out and, and steal one from Wisconsin here. Yeah, I don't hate that. I mean, I do think, like, looking at all these games right now, right, it's all just numbers because you things happen during the season that you can't predict. So I think that there is, a again, a slight path that you can go through as Nebraska to win this game. I just don't know if it happens this year, unfortunately. And so uh, Thanksgiving weekend here, Black Friday – Iowa comes to Lincoln for the Heroes game. I, I would also let, like to make a quick amendment to a take I've been pretty strong on over the last couple of years. I'll, I'll say Nebraska and, and Iowa is a rivalry. Um, there it, we go. It, it, it feels shitty. It feels like such a bad rivalry because, and I think Tyler brought up this point, like they, they've never been good at the same time. Yep. Um, I would also argue that when they're both good, Nebraska clears heavily so that's why i i've always viewed it as not a rivalry but when you look at, at the big 10 especially going forward with, with all the new west coast teams you know i wanted wisconsin to be the rival they're not it is what it is um but i do think that they get up more for this iowa game and i see that so i'll i'll give that to them um just a couple of quick stats i wanted to throw out nebraska's fired two head coaches that had better winning percentages than hayden Fryan. Kirk Ferentz, who uh, that basically just tells me that they those two Iowa legendary football coaches are not good enough to be coaches at Nebraska. And I'd also like to point out that Nebraska's had more success specifically in the Rose Bowl in the in the 21st century. Iowa hasn't won a Rose Bowl since 1959. It won appearance between then or between 1992 and 2015. And that was only because it was a consolation prize because Michigan State won the conference went to the playoff and then Nebraska, they went to the Rose bowl, despite not having a direct path to the Rose bowl every year, like Iowa does. Um, they played Miami, one of the greatest football teams of all time. We know this, they lost by 23. Iowa's last Rose bowl appearance, 2016, they played Stanford, a good, not historically great all time team. Like Miami was, they lost by 29. So even in the, the, the big tens marquee events, um, Nebraska still clears. Uh, but with that said, um, I'll, all that said, I uh, there's no way I'm ever picking Iowa to beat Nebraska. I, it, it doesn't matter. I think it could be the, the best Iowa team and the worst Nebraska team, um, as we've probably seen the last couple of years, whatever that, that, that matchup looks like. Um, I'm never picking Iowa. I'm sorry if that's not objective, but it is what it is. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and say up to this point with the picks I've made, it feels like Matt Rule needs a statement win, and I feel like this game at, on Black Friday at home 
is the one. So I'm going Nebraska, absolutely. Maybe he gets the statement win earlier. I think this is going to be the best Iowa offense we've seen in a while with uh, McNamara there. So, I mean, it's it's never going to be easy with Iowa. And real quick to touch on your point about it not being a rivalry, I kind of get the point of that just because for a rivalry, it almost feels like there needs to be some bad blood like Nebraska-Colorado, Nebraska-Oklahoma, Nebraska-Texas, and some of the bigger ones. And we just don't have that yet. And maybe we get that this year. Yeah, and I definitely think that they hate – they hate each other, but it is, hasn't mattered. Like Nebraska, Oklahoma was always whoever won that game goes to play for a national championship game. Colorado got real aggressive in, in the 90s, and, and that's when they, like I said, elevated to Nebraska's level and started nipping them in the bud. And then even Texas, like so some of those big games were, were, were you know, I, I of course, I think we think of the, the 2009 Big 12 championship game still gives us nightmares. That was a really big deal. Texas needed that win to get to the, to the national championship game. Um, even if they needed a 60 for a second to to do it, um, but I just don't think that there that there have ever been stakes in this in this rivalry, and I think that's a bummer. But yeah, you're right. I I think we do start to see that maybe even this year, uh, but who knows? Yeah, and I'm um, I listened to Matt Rule talk about learning the culture at Nebraska, learning about the people of Nebraska, and if he truly understands what that means they're going to win against Iowa. There's no way around it. Because that's one game you need to win for Nebraska fans. Even if everybody sits there and says, oh, it's not a rivalry, nobody cares about it, they care. Everybody always cares. And I'll also add this this question to it, because by and I'm I'm glad I, I went back and, and gave Illinois a win because ten and two would have felt insane. Nine and three was <laughs> super generous, but would you rather win the Iowa game, the Michigan game, or the Minnesota game, knowing that you lose the other two games? Iowa, Michigan. Oh, I would say Michigan just because you're trying to let people know that you're back. Like here we are, we're on the map again. Maybe it's not going to be a perfect season like we want it to be, but we're here. And we're ready to throw punches at the big dogs. Yeah, it just feels like if if we are going to win the Michigan game, the rest of the games on the schedule should be win. So, uh, yeah, that's that's true. That's a good point. Yeah, absolutely. I I agree with what you said, Tyler. Like, if we could win that game, that would be that would be a national message that we're back. Yep. But, I mean. It's yes. it's always Iowa for me. It's it's the rivalry week game. I hate them. They're annoying. Like I wanted to. <laughs> yeah, I think that, and I think that's such a unique question because it's they each have their own significant meaning. Of course, you beat Minnesota. Well, you start off the year one and zero. You beat Minnesota, who's, who's really had Nebraska's number recently. Um, and then you, you get underway, and then you, you set yourself up for a good four and zero record going into that Michigan game. Um, and then Michigan, of course, is the, the best team on the schedule. So if you can beat them, I mean, I think that's the highest high of having the, that Fox noon kickoff game in Lincoln. Everything that we wanted that Ohio State game day to be uh, and, and and getting that would just be euphoric. But I do think Iowa is the answer because no matter what else happens throughout the season, uh, I think that that game is going to matter pretty significantly for Nebraska, whether it be them knocking on trying to get to a bowl game or – I was probably going to be in the Big Ten West conversation again this year. I think 
kick and that being the reason they don't make the Big Ten title game is hilarious to me. Doing it in back-to-back years, I think would be well. But if nothing else, it gives us another it, – it, it leaves us the – we leave the season with a good taste in our mouth. And I think at this point in Matt Rule's tenure, I think that's the most important thing. Because I feel like I, I could talk myself off the ledge if we lose to Minnesota and Michigan, where even if we beat one of those two teams and lose to Iowa, it's still kind of – it just it, – it, it stinks a little bit. I was like, ah, man, that's – I feel like that's one that we should have got. Absolutely. And for me, looking at the schedule, I think the absolute ceiling is if everything goes right for Nebraska, it's 10 and 2. And after that, the the swing games in my mind are Minnesota, Iowa, and Maryland. Whatever happens in those games kind of dictate what the, I mean, how much above 500 we are. If we're a 500 team, we might lose all three of those. So, right. So as we've kind of crumpled down, um, I, I got to say, I think I, I, I still don't feel good about nine and three. That still feels a little crazy for, for year one. Um, five more wins than, than a year ago feels crazy to me. Um, I, I guess not as crazy as 10 and two did. As I almost had that on the schedule, but I definitely feel like you guys are, are going to be a little bit more on the nose here. Um, whether it, it is uh, Wisconsin or Maryland or even both uh, like Brooke had projected, Seven to eight wins feels a, a little bit more likely for, for Nebraska here. Absolutely. Yeah, that would be a win. That would be a win. Our, our goal this year is not a national championship, unfortunately. Our goal is just make it back to a damn bowl game and win that damn bowl game. That's what our goal is this year. It's and, hard to, to imagine a feeling bad about a season where we make it to a bowl game and beat Iowa. Yeah, absolutely. And the thing for me this year, like the most – telling information that you're getting out of the players and the coaches with what people are writing about is the players are kind of saying now, why not this year? They have the belief. And in years past, it was always just Frost and the coaches saying it. And unless I'm just blanking on, you know, past statements going into the year, it was like the players didn't really feel confident saying that, Oh, we're going to win. We're going to do this now. And, I think it was Reimers this week saying, why not right now? Like, we have the talent. We feel we have the talent. We just need to go out there and win some games. And that's kind of the message rule's been feeding to those guys. So I think you'll get a good dose right away with Minnesota of where we're at on the, the measuring stick. I think so. But as, as you guys probably noticed, there's a fourth column here for for predictions as i do feel like the, there's going to be so many 50 50 games here throughout the season i figured why not actually put that to the test with, with the coin toss so we're, i pulled up a handy dandy flip a coin uh feature here so we're just going to go week by week um see what abe lincoln has to say so first game at, at minnesota thursday night game heads is a win tails is a loss let's give that one to nebraska go big red up next, they're at Colorado. Do they lose to the Golden Buffaloes on the road, or do they bounce back? Heads is a win, tails is a loss. Heads is a win. Nebraska starts 2-0. Oh, no. Oh, no. I mean, they're, you're just getting my hopes up. I know. Uh, hey, it's it's honest, Dave. He wouldn't lie to us. Well. Week three, Northern Illinois. They do lose to, they do lose that right. one. Uh, so so we're, we're back down to earth. 
back down to earth here. Louisiana Tech, I think they're the Bulldogs, if I'm not mistaken. The Bulldogs, heads, three and one. Granted, this isn't how I would have pictured three and one. No, I don't think anyone would have. But Michigan, you know, I mean, Abe's got as good of a chance as anybody at picking Nebraska to upset them. They do. That would be. Well, I, I feel like that would be very bittersweet because obviously you beat Michigan, but then you have this. Well, if we're just beating Northern Illinois, we'd be five and zero right now. We'd be a top ten team. But nonetheless, Illinois on the road. Nebraska picks up another win. Abe likes the Huskers. Come on, Abe. Northwestern, it would feel pretty Huskers to beat Michigan and lose Northwestern in the same season. That's exactly what Abe thinks is going to happen. Boy, Northwestern. Odds are that would be their only win of the season as well. So that would would just stink. But, again, we beat Michigan, beat Minnesota. Then we beat Purdue. So now we're – we're humming along. Two two losses on the year. Up next, we go to East Lansing, Michigan State. Another win. Good Lord. Let's go. Hey, and you know, this isn't me. This isn't my saying. This is this is honest, Dave. We do come back to Earth against Maryland. That's a bummer, but it is what it I is. I also love how you have Nebraska 97 highlights not safe for work up there. Oh, shoot. I didn't. Oh, man, I didn't know that was there. I uh, yeah. oh, man, I was I was <laughs> just doing a, a little web surfing before a rule thirty four action. <laughs> Let's go, tails. They lose at Wisconsin. All right, they're they're starting to to, to fall apart here. Towards that's the one end. of the most realistic picks that this coin has had. <laughs> <laughs> and then I won the heroes game. Boom. Even honest Abe doesn't think that the coin knows. The coin, the coin knows. knows. Outstanding! What stuff. a crazy season that would be if that actually happened. <laughs> Absolutely electric. I mean, no notes. Northern <laughs> Illinois and then beating Michigan would be something <laughs> else. So nine and three record based on the coin. I, I mean, as chaotic as that would be, I think that's a that's a great win. That's a, that's a great season. I agree. That would be. Such a roller coaster of a season, like coming off the, the two wins to start the season and then lose to Illinois, then all Nebraska fans are throwing a damn fit. And then uh, then you beat Louisiana Tech and Michigan, like <laughs> one hell of a season. I mean, and, and you also got to look at it, that's two conference losses. So we, with head-to-head wins over Iowa, Wisconsin, and Minnesota, and Illinois, we're probably in the Big Ten championship game. And in that scenario, yeah, you're right. Beating Iowa, Wisconsin. Ah, uh, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Wisconsin. <laughs> if we lose to Wisconsin, they could still go ten and two. But. They could. They could, but they'd have. But even if they go ten and two, that's two losses in the conference. We have that head to head. They'd oh, have to yeah. go. They have to go what eight and one in the conference. I keep like, thinking. I I forget that the coin pick Northern Illinois. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Good season there. Now that now that we have this figured out, are there? Well, we're not changing this, but 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 are there any games that you look at this and be like, man, I, if I were doing this again, I I'd go the other way. For me, it's Maryland, just because it's a home game, uh, and we're coming off a good stretch there, where I could see the good times keeping rolling. But that's still just a coin flip to me. 
Tyler, I would say I'm, like to change? I'm just really nervous about the first two games because they're not easy games to start off the season. No. No. So those are just – they're exciting and scary. I'm confident in the boys. But, man, is that one hell of a season opener, Minnesota and then at Colorado. Like, jeez. Did I spell Nebraska right on all of these? N-E-B-R-A-S-K-A. I mean, Jesus Christ, what are we doing here? Do it, it yeah, looks, when you look at Nebraska. It looks so dumb. Much, it looks so wrong. It does, yeah. Same with Michigan. If you look at Michigan too much, it looks stupid. Yeah, <laughs> middle eye that looks like a fraud. Okay. Yeah, you spelled them right. Boy, that would that would be. We would have to restart look. the show over. Yeah, that, <laughs> you just sent my mind for a spin there. <laughs> yeah, it's just it, it doesn't look like a, a word that's spelled correctly. But yeah, I think I nailed it here. If I did have to switch a game, um, obviously Wisconsin's probably the, the big one that. But even if I leave that on there, Minnesota very much feels like it could go the other way. And that's okay because I think they can still lose their game and have a good season, even if seven and five with you know Brooks' schedule there. I think that's a pretty damn good season. Um, Listen, it I wouldn't really ruin my bachelor party. <laughs> put a real damper on uh, the vibes. Party. Vibes will be bad. There will be some ignorant guys in Colorado. <laughs> Nebraska wins Thursday night. Oh my gosh! I forgot that's where, where you guys are going right into the yeah. to enemy territory for that last game. Uh huh. We're going to show them how we party before the game starts. Absolutely. Colorado. Show them how it's done. We're going to go give Dion hell. Absolutely. And then and then you guys leave Sunday, so it'll be right after they, they, they get beat up pretty bad by TCU. Yep. Outstanding Hopefully. stuff. Vibes are going to be pretty good here. But last thing, uh, b- before we wrap up the, this pregame edition, Luke Doyle came on the show. He was great. We, we went through the, the 10 best games for week one. Gave our picks, and, and now we just need Brooks. So I will, I'm just going to go down the list here. LSU and Florida State. Um, it was pretty unanimous LSU. We had a lot of negative things to say about Florida State, and rightly so. Um, were we right or were we wrong? Well, not only were you wrong, but you were absolutely wrong because they're going to win this game, and then they're going to go on to win the national championship. So Keep saying that. Hey, hey Brooke, I think you got a little something in your mouth. It's like a <laughs> – Little Seminoles penis in your mouth. <laughs> Just because you hate the state of Florida. <laughs> They're all fucking trash can people. The state is a bunch of trash can. It's a state that's a trash can. Um, Florida State is in that state, so sure. Is it Florida the one that has no income taxes? It's one of them. Yeah, that's why you get a. I'm done. All right. Sorry. Didn't mean to press up. <laughs> Up next, the Battle of the Carolinas, Drake May and Spencer Rattler. Neutral field, North Carolina, South Carolina. Who wins, Brooke? Um, I'm going South Carolina. The only position where I feel like North Carolina has a way better team is quarterback. So, obviously, that means they'll stay in it the whole time. But I think Spencer Rattler will be good enough to get the dub there. Well, if we're looking at the, um, the weekend that – Brookhead betting, I think I'm in good shape. <laughs> yeah, week zero was tough. <laughs> oh, I let Tyler get in my head a little too much. But. Week zero, I mean, it, it's barely even counts, right? But, oh, it counts okay. on my bank account, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah. It definitely okay. does. Can, can it to that? 
I have a feeling this is is the game that we can finally all come together on. TCU hosts Colorado. I think TCU takes a step back. I think Colorado takes a step up. I don't think it's enough. Do you think it's enough, Brooke? I think TCU or Colorado could keep it close for a while, but obviously they just don't have the dogs to stay in that fight. So TCU by 17. That feels like a good number. That feels like a good number. West Virginia and Penn State. I I think this is a game with programs trending in two opposite directions. So I think Penn State wins this game and wins this game huge. I think so too. I, I think yeah, I don't feel very good about West Virginia at all. On the other on the flippity flop, I feel outstanding about Penn State. So I don't think that one's particularly close. Uh, and if so, it's because of, of you know week one trust stuff. You got a new quarterback in Drew Alar, but yeah, I'll, 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 I don't think they have to throw the football to win this game by three touchdowns. No. Up next, Florida and Utah. Uh, as of right now, still up in the air whether or not Cam Rising plays or not. Um, I have a belief that he will, so I, I take Utah comfortably. If he does, I definitely think that that changes things. Uh, but and, and here's the problem for me is I I firmly believe Cam Rising won't play just because I know medicine is advanced nowadays and guys are coming back from ACL tears sooner rather than later. But from his comments in the press, he doesn't sound confident himself that he's going to play. And he tore it in January, and that's we're barely eight months removed from that. So the real question to me is, do I think Graham Mertz is good enough to win on the road at Utah? Which I'm going to say, yeah. I say this is a weird one in which you catch Utah with some guys hurt. I think Florida – Shocks them. That that would be pretty shocking to me. I, I think top to bottom, Utah's a better team. But yeah, the, the, the quarterback play plays a huge difference. And if it's uh, whoever QB two is for Utah versus Graham Mertz down the the, the stretch, I, I think that's a oh. fair point. So you and Tyler both love 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 Florida there. So that's all right. Cool. All right, hold on. I was going to mention that. <laughs> Real the quick. only reason I picked Florida is to make sure that Utah loses. That's the only reason I picked Florida. <laughs> Wait, Real, other, either Real way quick on that Florida-Utah game, Utah's second string is also hurt, so it's either rising or their third quarterback. Oh, I didn't even realize that. Yeah, that's summer. So, that's tough. Yeah, when you told me that Cam Rising wasn't going to play, I was like, all right, what are you talking about? If he and does I remember play, he tore his ACL. He tore his ACL. I'm like, whoa, I totally forgot about that. I did forget about that. Well, yeah, and it was in the Rose Bowl. So like, it wasn't like the next week he had a game to play. Oh, well, I, I hadn't thought about camp rising since January, oddly enough, until like two weeks ago. I, feel like I can't believe he's still playing. Yeah. I feel like people don't realize that. And even if he does play, it's like there's he's, he uses his feet so much, it's he's going to be a shell of himself, and I don't think it'll go well for him. But Yeah, that's not nothing. Tennessee and Virginia, Battle of the Oranges. Tennessee by fifty. Yeah, I I think very similar to 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 them and and, and West Virginia as far as Virginia goes. They're, they're just not very good. Um, Washington and Boise State. Tyler was pretty bold here. He said Boise State. Uh, are are you going to be as bold or how are you feeling? Tyler's talking about this. 
Tyler's smoking on something else, so it's going to be Washington <laughs> and Washington fairly easily. Yeah, I agree. UTSA in Houston. I, I I did my Big Twelve preview after this after this uh, we did our picks, so I feel a lot better about Houston than, than I did beforehand. How do you feel about this game? Um, I've been really high on UTSA for the past couple of years, and they have Frank Harris back. And if you think Houston is going to win, you are dog wrong. It's going to be Frank Harris lighting them up all day. Indiana and Ohio State. There's no way. I mean, it's anything other than Ohio State, is there? I think Ohio State's going to win, and they'll probably cover, but – I'm really interested to see how those young quarterbacks do and how they look. So, And then Nebraska-Minnesota, we went over this. It went Minnesota. Unless you wanted to change it. You have an opportunity to change it here. No. I think Nebraska keeps it close. It's going to be a dogfight, but I think at home on a Thursday night, Minnesota probably gets us. Yeah, I'm, I'm not too far off with you. Luke uh, had predicted 31-20. to 20. What has to happen for that to go right? I would think we have to win the turnover battle and we have to stop the run. If we stop the run, there is a really great shot. We win that game. Um, Obviously, Sims and the running backs have to take care of the ball. And that's not, you know, out of the question. I I really am sitting here wanting to pick Nebraska, but my gut's telling me that it's going to be Minnesota close. I'm right there with you. Um, so that's a that's a good week one. Which of these games are, are you the most excited about going forward? I mean, it has to be Florida State LSU, right? Because for both of those teams, it has national, not national championship, but CFP implications. Feels like Florida State has to either beat LSU or Clemson to get a look. And LSU, if they lose right away, that means they have to beat Bama, and they have. Or Texas A&M on their schedule, too, so mm-hmm. which is very possible. But I just think at home, Jordan Travis, give me the seconds. I think so. I think that's where I'm at. Um, I probably would say Utah and, and Florida just because of the fact that it's it's capping off uh, the first Saturday of college football. And the vibes are going to be so immaculate. I feel like some of that momentum will run out before Sunday night. Um, but I, I mean, you can't go wrong with, with all these games. I'm just so juiced. Definitely excited. My eyes will be glued to a TV all day Saturday. Oh, perfect. Well, that's about all I had far as, uh, as point connection stuff goes. We got a lot else going on. Anything else you'd like to add before we head out? Hello. Go Skirts. Go Skirts. <laughs>